Bruce Lawn. Chance the Rapper came out with an amazing interview with the same room, which is actually pretty cool. It's a spinoff of the Shade Room, and they have a faith-based channel. And he revealed uh, a couple of things that blew my mind, specifically about the evils in the music industry and the Illuminati. He talked about where he was with the idea of celibacy, church community, and small group, and a lot more. So we're going to be reacting to that video. But before we get into that, guys, my name is Ruslan. We have a free three-day YouTube challenge coming up telling you how I grew by 75,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. If you're interested in getting in the space, you're a thought leader, entrepreneur, expert, pastor, CEO, anything like that, be sure to hop into our free three-day challenge coming up next week. So first of all, shout out to Chance. He's watched the channel. He's told me that he's watched the channel on Twitter. We're, we're trying to get him on the channel because I, I feel like we could have a really fire conversation. So Chancellor, if you're watching this, tap in with your guy. Um, but I got to I gotta send his dude some, some love, man, because he always ceases to amaze me when it comes to his understanding of the gospel. Now, to be clear, guys, I don't endorse and agree with everything Chance the Rapper has said, done, rapped about. But... I want to affirm the things that he said in this interview because I think he said some really good things and he touched on some some just just really foundational stuff. Sounds like he has a good grasp of the gospel. And then he goes deep on the evils in the music industry, Illuminati, all those questions that I am super happy that the same room hosts asked him. So let's just jump right into this. We're going to start at the 12 minute mark, which is Chance talking about the different fears he had. It's like one thing that we always have to remember. Remember is that we are not God, and we're not God incarnate. Like our, our, our job is to try and model our lives after Jesus, but we're never gonna be perfect. We weren't born sinless. We're probably all gonna sin again at some point. Um, but it's like to know God's love for you, to know like how he sees you and, and he sees you at your, at your full potential. He sees your, just how, you know, he sees himself. He built you in his image. And so you're strong and you're beautiful and you're, you know, courageous and you're, you're all these things. Um, but at the end of the day, you are not flawless here. You're of the of this world, you know, and we just have an opportunity to know what being holy looks like or feels like. And we're supposed to attempt to go for that all the time, even though it's not the easiest. One, I, I appreciated him because what he's kind of alluding to is this notion that when God looks at people who are in Christ, he sees Christ and not just their sinful nature. So it's this tug of war, this tension that we're in the world, but we shouldn't be of the world. And he says, of the world. I think, I think he misspoke there. Um, we, we have a sinful nature. However, we have, uh, the, the, the imputed righteousness of Jesus on us. And he goes on to say, and we have this opportunity to live holy. Who would have thought we'd hear, you know, Chance the Rapper talking about, talk about being holy. I like it. But even at, in your artistry, like, do you ever have the fear of like just the peer pressure, right? Because then in, as a musician, like what do the people want to hear versus like, yeah. is this pleasing to God or is this pleasing people? Like, is, I'm a, you know, is it a win-win or are people going to like give me hate for this? Like, do you sometimes deal with that even in your artistry? What a, what a great question, right? Because here he is attempting to live out as a Christian, yet he's a secular mainstream artist. And she asks him this question of like, is there that tension of how you're pursuing your art while trying to honor God, while trying to appeal to people. Uh, a, a lot of creative people, artists tend to be people pleasers, right? Um, want to have the uh, as much of a mass appeal as possible. And so I think this is a really telling question that they ask. Them. First of all, I operate in the world. Like there's, we have to deal with the real world. Like yeah. we want to live the way that God wants us to, but also like 
the current world isn't all the way set up for that, right? So, you know, just operating that way in daily decisions and how I conduct myself is, is tough. But definitely in the music and, and I actually wrote a song about it recently. Like the last song that I, that I released was called The Heart and the Tongue. And it's about this battle that, you know. By the way, check out Heart and Tongue, fire, fire record, probably my favorite Chance record. You know, you know, they say the tongue is the most, you know, is the most evil part of your body, you know, and it, and it can commit a million sins a day. My tongue can be deceiving. Like I can, I can say things that are not true or not, you know, of it or whatever, and and still witness success in this in this world on this plane. And he said, "My tongue could be deceiving. I could say things that aren't true, and still have success on this plane, knowing that this is something that isn't honoring." to the Lord. So it's this interesting positioning that he has, and I'm appreciative of how vulnerable and transparent he is in having this conversation. And my heart, at the same time, could want to express things that, uh, you know, are of it or are holy or whatever, and it not be accepted or loved, or or even if it is accepted and loved, it could be not true about me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, that's one of the, the heaviest things is to tell the gospel, to preach the word, to like, tell the truth, but also not be Jesus is a tough thing, you know what I mean? That's a lot of people's thing that separates them from wanting to be in church is that they experience people who don't feel like Jesus to them. Hmm. You know, but It's a bit of imposter syndrome he's hinting at there, right? That he desires to share the gospel with people, but he knows that there's parts of him that are incongruent, and then he could come off like a, like a hypocrite, and then that could actually hurt and turn people away from the gospel. So he's in this interesting tension that he's talking about. Paul is probably one of the most important figures in the Bible, and he persecuted hundreds of Christians. And I like all the people. I like all the people in the Bible that murdered or killed, yeah. or, and then God, yeah. you know, because wait, that's a funny thing to say. So I like all the people in the Bible that murdered. <laughs> but the but the point she makes is actually fire. I'm like, okay, if you could kill, if you could kill, do, if you could persecute Christians, I know God can forgive me. Come on, what I've done, you know what I mean? God doesn't throw people away, man. But it's interesting. God doesn't throw people away. If you're watching this and you're already triggered and you're like, ah, oh, Chance, he has this lyric, he did this thing. I got a thought for you at the end of this video. I want you to watch till the end. But before we get there, let's hear what Chance has to say about the Illuminati. The evils that mm -hmm. happen behind the scenes sometimes or in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about Illuminati evil <laughs> or are we talking about like business, kind, like just people wanting to be greedy? Or, like, like how deep does the evil go? It's all the same thing. Hmm. It's all the same thing. It's interesting. I think people are people, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. So spiritual evil is only exacted through people, you know? It's not like random acts of God that are evil, you know? It's, it's the intention behind hurting somebody, taking something from somebody, making someone feel lower, controlling somebody. We know that secret societies exist because they're not even really that secret anymore. <laughs> but God is always in control. Yeah. I'm not afraid of anybody, yeah. and I go with God. So you can, you can see how there have been people, you know, extremely influential, beautiful people that have been blackballed or been mm. put out of the spotlight or been put in, in bad positions or been, you know, made to be publicly, you know, had their characters assassinated and stuff. And, and, and we know that a lot of times there's intention behind it and that there's people that don't like them for various reasons and put them in bad positions. But again, I'll say God is in control at the end of the day. We've seen Dave Chappelle lose all, all platforming, TV, movie, even even being black off and being able to play shows for I think it was nine or ten years mm. and now he's the biggest I, I love what he said they asked him like so how evil is the industry is it just people in their humanity or is it secret society and Illuminati and he said look it's all the same thing 
And there are definitely people that are going to blackball people, try to take opportunity from people. If you don't go with the script, if you don't push a specific narrative behind what you're doing uh, and, and take that from you. And it's all the combination of people's own sinfulness and the spirit of the air. But he says what? God is ultimately in control. That regardless on what's happening out there, regardless on who is or isn't trying to manipulate the media, ultimately, God's on the throne. Ultimately, God is in control. And no matter who it is, they will ultimately, any any anything that is, is attempted against somebody, God could ultimately restore to redeem it. He uses Dave Chappelle as an example of someone who had everything taken from him, right? A lot of you guys don't know the story of Dave Chappelle walking away from $50 million from Comedy Central because he felt conflicted about doing the same type of jokes and um, and how that resulted in him getting blackballed from the industry, them lying, saying that he was a crackhead, this whole thing. And now Dave Chappelle's back, biggest comedian in the world, attempting to consistently get canceled. It's not working. But let's keep watching this. This is, this is where it gets really, really interesting. I think they start talking about celibacy before marriage. I never would have thought that the chance and his wife, who was his fiance at the time, were uh, out here practicing sexual purity. You have such a beautiful family and you spoke openly about like celibacy and I'm celibate. Stephanie, mm -hmm. would you call yourself celibate or just abstinent? I've been celibate since birth. She's been celibate since birth. <laughs> So um, I just came to celibacy after a wild run, um, but I, I wanted to, <laughs> it's true. Um, I wanted to know, like, what, what do you feel like is the benefit of celibacy? Like, how does that strengthen a relationship? I think it builds a dependency on God. Mm -hmm. It makes you look at yourself mm. uh, as who you are, because it's just like fasting, you know? Like, you know, you do an intermittent fasting with your, with your church, and on the first day, it doesn't seem that hard. And on the second day, it seems a little bit hard. And by the third day, you like look like you lost 30 pounds and you're just like, but it's, that's your mind and your, and your flesh telling you, you know, the opposite of what God is telling you is true. And so I think it gives you a good look at yourself. I, I, I became celibate because my wife went celibate, right? So like I was, at first it was very involuntary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like niggas husbands could all know you can become celibate any, any time. Like I, it's like a, but it was a, it was a, it really did show me myself and led me to, to understand. Um, and this was also before we were married, but like understand who I was better. Initially not choosing, but then choosing to be pure before marriage, right? Like that's some really interesting stuff. And he parallels it to fasting and he parallels it to getting your flesh in check. I wouldn't have expected Chance the rapper to be like, Yay, me and my me and my fiance, we're we're saving our you know, we've had a kid already, but now we're 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 gonna stop fornicating and save ourselves till marriage. Like that's actually really dope. All right. Um now this last part I want to show is is interesting in the way he describes his community within the industry, but something he hits on that I believe a lot of us are 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 missing in our personal lives, and something he said he he started um started practicing recently check this out love even earlier was how you talked about how god ordains people for you right and one of in in that regard i think of friendships as well yeah. how there are people that god puts in your life to bring out your best self and so even in the music industry i think about people like kanye or justin who are your yeah. great friends like how has those relationships impacted you know your walk and what you're called to do i mean it's been huge like especially with justin having somebody that's the same age as me that's not i wasn't as young as justin i was 19 but like somebody that kind of had to go into adulthood 
dealing with celebrity and money and stuff like that. Like it's a huge, you know, uh, anchor to have somebody that's like who, who anchors their power in God to be like, nah, you don't got like, cause I call I call both of them when I'm going through stuff and ask for advice, and they call me too to ask me questions, and I'm always thrown off because Kanye and Justin Bieber are who they are, you know what I mean? But it's like, uh, I think in whatever industry you're in, you know, rap is a, is an easy one because it's you know, it's known that it's an evil industry, but I think in any job, you gotta try and find in your workspace another kingdom builder and continue your work through there. And uh, yeah, it's like, it's, it's good because iron sharpens iron and, and having a, somebody that could be a soundboard for you is, is incredibly important. And yeah, and then it's also like in your, obviously in your regular friends, you gotta have a community of people that are able to, I just started, we just started doing a growth group. That's the first time I've ever been in something like that. And it's incredibly helpful. And also it's not always like, just reading the word or just reading, you know, theology books. Like sometimes it's like having spirited debates on what we think Jesus wants out of a specific piece of scripture, mm. a specific moment in our individual lives. And I think we all should have those conversations and, and create those spaces to have those conversations. Chance the Rapper is in a small growth group where they discuss what does Jesus want from their life and how does Jesus want us to apply certain passages of scripture. That's pretty dope. A lot of folks, when they when they see Kanye struggling, they're like, yo, he needs to be around more godly Christians. Well, here's Chance saying, hey, by the way, uh, me, Justin, and Kanye call each other, ask each other for advice because we know how evil the music industry is. Oh, and, and I just joined a small growth group in my local community where we can be around each other, have accountability, community, argue about the scriptures and how to apply them. I think... This is one of the most essential parts of the sanctification process is getting around people that are no respecters of your status, but are just there in terms of in terms of who you are to, to the industry, but can just be there for you and challenge you and ask you the hard questions. And so I was very encouraged by this interview. People had been sending it to me like, yo, you gotta check this out, you gotta react to it. And I was like, man, that's that is that is so. That is so dope to see Chance really pressing in and taking his faith seriously and not just in a, hey, it's my personal relationship with Jesus, but that, hey, this is my personal relationship with Jesus and I have community and I'm working on community in my vocation and in my industry, right? As well as I'm working on community uh, in my local community where I am not just, you know, a famous rapper that, that I'm actually around people that are going to help keep me anchored. I like that he used the word anchored when describing community. And so I want to challenge you guys. We're, we're going into a new year, man. Do you have some form of community, some form of relationship, accountability that, that people can check you, that people can challenge you, that, that people can help you think through your issues? Because I think this is this is very crucial, man. My, my last thing I want to say on this thing, man, is a lot of, a lot of folks watch watch a Chance, watch a Justin, watch a Kanye live out their faith very publicly. And 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 some of you guys get very self-righteous about your Christianity. And the first thing I want to say is just remember that righteousness is given to us because of what Jesus did on the cross. That is the gospel, right? Like Jesus came, lived the life you couldn't live, died the death you should have died. Because of that sacrifice, he's given his righteousness to us by taking on our sins. So I think one, we have to acknowledge that like your righteousness does not come from you, okay? And then second, 
I would challenge you that if you're sitting here, and again, and I've and I've been open about the things that I disagree with Chance about in terms of some of the content, maybe some of the use of the profanity or the recreational promotion of uh, uh, marijuana or what have you. But I would challenge you if your life was broadcasted in front of the whole world to see, if your conversation was transcribed and allowed for everyone to check out, if who you were in your web history, in your browser history, was visible to millions and tens of millions of people in the world, um, would you feel the same way about yourself that you're casting judgment on a Chance or on a Justin or on a Kanye. A lot of us need to pull the the plank out of our eye um, and, and, and make sure that we are congruent before we're sitting here criticizing other people. Now, that doesn't justify the, the areas where I think Chance is going to continue growing and these guys are going to continue growing in the process that they're having with the Lord. But I think this is an, an amazing uh, uh, work that, that, that Jesus is doing in his heart. I'm super excited for where he's going and where he's going to be and just chance at 35 chance at 40 chance at 45 i think is going to continue evolving and growing in that sanctification process and winning people over to jesus those are my thoughts on this man hopefully this is uh you guys found this encouraging if you guys are on twitter show show chance some love encourage him to come on the channel i'd love to fly out do something with him in person but yeah man shout out to the same room and and the shade room for doing something positive like this i went and had a ton of interviews and and I thought this was so dope, man, that, that they're doing something like this that is uh, uh, inspirational and talking about Jesus and the gospel and all these different things, man. I, 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 I think it's I think God is up to something in culture and in the industry. And uh, and it's refreshing to see these types of conversations had publicly and these specific points being made publicly. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. All right. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. We have a free master YouTube live challenge telling you how I grew my YouTube channel by over 75,000 subscribers in the last 12 months. If you're an artist, entrepreneur, creative, thought leader, expert in any field, and you're looking to get into YouTube space and learn more, make sure you sign up for the three-day challenge. All right, peace.